Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn. Welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We are excited to have you as always. Thanks for joining us on this weekly venture. Llewellyn, guess what? What? Tomorrow's my birthday. Yay! Holla! I'm turning 30. What? No yeah. more 20s. No more 20s. Bye! I'm so excited. That's so fun. I'm pumped for my 30s. It's going to be great. Yeah? Yeah. So you guys are listening in. Tomorrow will be my birthday. Tomorrow is her birthday, guys. October 28th. Bring it on. She's turning 30. I can't wait. It'll be awesome. exciting. Okay, so this week we watched The One with the Butt. (laughs) (laughs) Pause for laughs. Um... So Monica's obsessiveness is put to the test after Rachel cleans the apartment. Joey lands a film role as Al Pacino's butt double after he signs with an agency. And Chandler enjoys a relationship with all of the fun, but none of the responsibility. So we start off the whole episode at the play. And Joey is in this Freud play where he has this terrible German accent. Terrible. Terrible. I think it's German. I'm actually not quite sure, but it's terrible. Yeah. And all of his friends are there. It's Rachel's first time seeing him in his element. And the show is terrible. The show is so terrible. It is the first time we see that they cast Joey as a bad actor. Yeah. He's not that great. No. But... He has supportive friends. He does. They're very, they clap. They encourage him. They tell him he did a good job. Well, they didn't necessarily tell him that he did a good job. They covered it with, wow, a play. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like they found a way to make it exciting without actually having to lie. Yeah. So props to them for not lying. Except Chandler. Chandler openly said you oh, did, did not do so well. He was kind of on a high though because he had just gotten a date. Yeah. But you're right. He was. He said that play is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Chandler. Way to keep it honest. Way to keep it honest. We also see Chandler's thing. His quote comes out for the first time. Do you, did you remember where it came in? Yeah. Says, could she be any more out of my league? Yeah. And that is the start of the Chandlerism. Yeah. Where the emphasis is put on a part of the sentence that is normally the B. Right. I'm excited about it. Yeah, we'll see where I it goes. I didn't realize we hadn't done it until six episodes in, but we've got it. We are there. We love it. But one thing that I was interested in that I didn't understand was they said that she's Italian in the show. But when they're talking about how wonderful she is, when Chandler's telling all his friends that she was in the Israeli army, don't you have to be Israeli to be in the Israeli army? You would think so. Because in Israel, right out of high school, you're required to be in the military. As part of your citizenship for Israel, girls have to at least go for two years and guys have to go for a minimum of three. But it's required of everybody. Everyone puts off college until after they serve. So she would be Israeli. Yeah. I wonder why they said she was Italian. Maybe just because she looked Italian-ish. 
Maybe. And maybe Israel, I don't know what the relations were like in Israel in the 90s, but maybe they just wanted to avoid that topic. I don't know. Either that or maybe it was just an accident or they didn't catch it. Like, okay, if we remember back in the first episode when I told you what I'm currently binge watching right? Um, in Full House, I actually learned a fun fact. In the first season, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize this because I'd never watched it from the beginning, um, in the first season... Jesse's last name was Cochran. Oh, okay. But every other season, it's Cassopolis. Right. And I didn't like really, I didn't really think anything of it. So I, I Googled it this time just to see like, why did his name change? And they changed it because they wanted to make him more Italian. They wanted to make his heritage like yeah. more Italian. Okay. So they changed his last name. So I don't know, maybe, huh? Maybe they shot those scenes at different times and they didn't like, yeah, maybe line it up. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, that's just interesting. Yeah. Because her accent does remind me of Gal Gadot, who plays in Wonder Woman. And she's Israeli. Yeah. I could see that. So I was just curious why they said Italian. I don't know. I don't know what the politics were like in the 90s. No. But anyways. um, One of the other kind of headliner points of this episode was when Rachel cleans the apartment. And we've already semi-seen Monica's neat freak-ish aspect to her personality, but we see it to a whole nother level in this episode. And part of that starts to peek out when she finds out that Rachel cleaned. And nothing is sort of where it now should have been. Yeah. And she's switched things around. Yeah. Which is funny because in the future, there's episodes where she's like, I can't get you to even take out the trash. So it's like she's almost programmed her to just not clean because she can't do it right. But then in the future, Rachel's going to get in trouble for not participating in the apartment life. Yeah. Clean cleanliness. Yeah. But we see like Monica does not approve of Rachel's selection of the green ottoman yeah i think it's just because monica is so set in her ways yeah and she likes things to be the way she likes them to be but we notice in this episode that she doesn't like to be called out on that right and she thinks she's easygoing right she could leave her shoes wherever she wants she could leave the ottoman but she's trying to convince everybody and herself really yeah that she's not as like obsessive compulsive but you are monica she is you are very much because that's not just that's not a normal person's response to being clean like having a clean room a clean environment this is like a whole nother level yeah monica's again that stereotypical obsessive compulsive cleaner do you know anybody in your life that's someone like that you i what (laughs) (laughs) seriously when it comes to germs and stuff aren't you yes to a degree okay okay i took you off guard with that you did take me off guard with that (laughs) but that's fine no my mom has actually said that about me which huh i think interesting two people agree on okay but i'm not as bad as monica no you're not 
So I know somebody Who? that we both know Ooh. that is very much like Monica. And okay. if things aren't, if things are moved or if you leave something in a room that it shouldn't be in, mm-hmm. even just for a day or even just a couple hours and you're not okay. in that room, oh, they have to be moved. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting because like we're all, like all of us are wired differently. And right. some people that doesn't bother, other people it does bother. So it's just interesting to like see how they all interact with that and bringing it into like your perspective today. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I do like Monica. I do appreciate her cleanliness. Yeah. She's definitely clean. Yeah. Really clean. Uh, another point to this episode is Joey. So we see him at the beginning. He gets signed. Someone actually hands him a card. And Phoebe does what only Phoebe does and says what we're all thinking. Where she asks him a question when he said, oh my gosh, I have a card of an agency. And she says, based on this play and then everybody looks at her and she goes based on this play she has to like (laughs) turn it around real fast to show like her support which is kind of just so phoebe to be that way yeah um but he ends up getting cast for his first movie as a butt double which is hilarious (laughs) Like a butt double. Like, could you imagine your first scene that you've ever done in a studio movie? You don't even have to do anything. All they want is your body. Like, you don't have to do anything. You don't say anything. Like, they're literally just shooting your butt and then you're going home. Yeah. But they do, but (laughs) they do make a lot of jokes about cracking into show business and taking us to the big opening. Like they make a lot of jokes and he's like, guys, this is my first ever film. And they're like, we know we're really supportive. It's just really funny. It is. Yeah. Like go figure. And like, it would be Joey, his first film as a butt double. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he ends up getting fired (laughs) as a butt double. For overreacting. (laughs) For overacting. Overacting. Yes. How, How do you, you overact? overact your butt? Right. It's so funny. How could you do that? I don't get it. But it's Joey. Um, You put a note in here about phones. Okay. In the 90s. Yeah. So What about that? So he, Joey was in their apartment, which we all know is across the hall from Monica's. Right. And everybody else was in Monica's apartment. And he comes running in to tell them about the part yeah, that he got. Right. And he's on a phone. And like I and it wasn't corded, but like I don't remember back in the nineties, uncorded phones, did they reach that far from their like home base? Well, you could take them all over a house. And it's really only I guess you're right, it is only like a room. Like a hallway and a room yeah. detached. 
I don't know. It's just it's such a massive phone. You're like, does that thing work know, anywhere? So but big. right next to the right landline. <laughs> yeah, I uh, know that makes sense. I think you could though. It just like struck me as odd when he came running in on the phone. I was like, I wonder when cordless hmm. phones were able to become a thing. Was it like eighties, nineties? Was that relatively new? Probably I don't with know. how massive it was. It was so big. Yeah. Yeah. You also had a note about who looks that good after waking up. Who are you talking about? Um, it was the morning after Chandler had been with that girl. Oh, yeah, and back he came to the running girl. in. Yeah, he came running in to get breakfast food from oh, yeah. Monica, and Rachel comes walking out like, "What is everybody doing?" Oh, yeah, and it's like her hair. Like, granted, she didn't look a hundred percent great, but like nobody looks that put together. Yeah, when they first wake up. Yeah. So, yeah, granted it was television, but whatever. Yeah. So Chandler goes running back into his apartment because what he pretty much makes her breakfast or whatever. Yeah. And we so one of the big catches of this relationship is that she has a husband and a boyfriend. Yeah. And Chandler. Just for sex. Yeah. And he tries to get away with it. And succeeds for a little while. Yeah, he tries really hard. And then it's this part in the episode where he finds out she has yet another relationship just like his. Yeah. To where he then can't justify being one of four. This girl drives me nuts. I don't understand that at all. No. How selfish could you be, really? You have a husband, a boyfriend, and two other sex partners, I guess? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Like, who would want to do that? I don't understand it. Because no matter what, it's not going to ever be platonic. without no. Someone's going to want something more. Right. It just doesn't seem fair to anybody, really. No. Seems like a lose, 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 lose. Yeah. Five of them. And I feel like in this moment, like, up to this moment, we've seen Chandler as just the big jokester. Yeah. The guy that's just always funny, has the right words to say, to, like, lighten the load or whatever. Right. But I feel like in this scene, when she, like, tells him about the new... Ethan, I think. Ethan or Adam? I don't even I don't, I don't even remember the names. I don't know. It was another guy that she had just met. I'm surprised she can remember the names. Right. So many. Right. Um, but we just like see him like genuinely like he's so sweet in this moment. Yeah. He's just like like I, I get what you're doing, but like why do you want to do this? And like, like he just why can't I be enough? Right, why can't I be enough? And I don't know, like my heart just went out to him yeah. in that moment and it was like even the jokesters just really want, like, a relationship. Yeah. And just really want somebody to share their life with. Because and- he does do something where he says, there are going to be years that I look back on this moment and regret asking the next question. Yeah. Who's Ethan? <laughs> right. <laughs> because she says, I'm going to hang out with him all day because he wants her to stay in bed you yeah. know, with him. Yeah. And it's just sad because you... For the first time, you just kind of want that for him. Yeah. Like, you want him to be happy. Like, Janice was like, haha. But the sensitive side of Chandler comes out, and you're 
you can't help but think i want you to have that chandler yeah it's another one of the reasons why i love chandler i just love him he's so endearing speaking of when you mentioned rachel coming out one of my favorite dress things in this episode is monica's robe yeah and i don't know why it's it's long. It looks like a light material, but not too light where it's like that silk, you know, where it's not really actually protecting you from anything. It looks cozy. Whatever they're wearing to bed looks cozy. Yeah. Their shorts aren't super short, short, but they're still light. I don't know if they're wearing tank tops or T-shirts, but her robe, what she puts on, I love that robe. Yeah. It did look very comfy. It's my favorite thing. I love it. Yeah. Is that your favorite moment of the show? No. (laughs) But I do love her robe. Yeah, it was a good robe. So is there anything else? This is kind of a short episode. I feel like there's not as much to dialogue about besides how horrible that lady is. No, we don't. There's really not much else. Not much happens with Phoebe or Ross in this episode. Is she, back to this lady, is she really every guy's fantasy? Because they talk about it as a friend group at the beginning. They discuss all of the fun, none of the responsibility. That doesn't put guys in a great light. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Is that every guy's fantasy? I really want to say no, but I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. Maybe if we knew, we wouldn't be single. (laughs) True. All right, favorite moment of the show. My favorite is probably a quote that Chandler said. So I wrote it down so I would remember. Okay, wait. But what? I think I know what this one is because it might be my favorite too. Um, It's the part, just to kind of sum it up, it's part after Rachel cleans the apartment and they all come back and they're kind of like dogging on Monica about her obsessiveness. Yeah. And so she's sitting there trying to tell him like, no, that's not true. I think Ross was like, Monica, your mom. You're just like our mom. Oh, yeah. And Ouch. she is just like trying to deny it. So then Ro- or Chandler says this. Someone's left a glass on the coffee table. There's no coaster. It's a cold drink. It's a hot day. Little beads of condensation are itching their way closer and closer to the surface of the wood. And then Monica immediately. <laughs> She's Stop. Like, Stop. No, Stop. I, can't. I can't do it. Yes. That oh, is it the best. So funny. Because they're trying to beat her at her own game. Right. And they succeed. And she's, like, desperately trying not to be irritated, but she can't help it. Like, as he's doing it, you're picturing it in your mind. And it's irritating me. I'm sitting there thinking, like, no, put a coaster down. Put a coaster down. Yeah, totally. Have you ever been accused of being like your mom? No. No? No. Do you want to be like your mom? Or is that something you avoid? I mean, my mom has said things that have been like her, but I haven't been by other people. Okay. So it's never been used for you as like, you're just like mom. No. Okay. Interesting. I feel like one day I will, but not right now. Yeah. Isn't that so funny how you have characteristics of, you know, family or whatever that you, you're like, oh, that's so annoying. And then you realize that you do it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's such like a revelation as you grow up like, oh, shoot, that's what my mom (laughs) used to do. Oh, shoot. That's That's what my dad used to do. Oh, no. The very thing I didn't want to do. I do. And you don't even, it's a subconscious oozing into your personality. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. It's just there. 
Let us know the ways that you act like your mom or act like your dad. Yeah, this will be fun. That you didn't realize until later on in life. Yeah. It'll be good. So this time on the I'll be there for you moment of the week, we have this week's Phoebeism. Now, this week's Phoebeism is something that Phoebe said, kind of like Chandler's joke of the week where we talk about a joke and a one-liner that he said. We're going to do the same with Phoebe to just get us to know Phoebe a little bit better. So this week in this episode, she's actually the first one that speaks, and here's what she says. The exclamation point in the title scares me. You know, it's not just Freud. It's Freud. And that's a Phoebeism. That's this week's Phoebeism. She doesn't speak a lot this week, so we had very little to pull from. Yeah. But that's okay. But it was a good one. It was a good one. And it's very Phoebe. Yeah. Just like the last one with the thumb where she said they talk about their monthly statement. And Russ is like, easy. Because it's the <laughs> bank statement, you know? Yeah. It's Phoebe. So let us know your thoughts on social media. If you had another Phoebeism from this episode that we missed, we want to know about it. And in the post show, as always, subscribe and download. The more you share with your friends, the bigger our friend community grows. And we want to bring all of you into the dialogue on this show, as well as future shows to come. So share with your friends who like friends. Send reviews to us. Put them on all the platforms where podcasts are available. And obviously, as always, connect with us on our social media, Facebook and Twitter, The One With Pod, and The One With Friends at gmail.com, the one being a numeric one. All handles are in the show notes. That's a wrap for this week. And we will see you all next week on The One With Friends podcast. Bye.